0: All right, welcome back. Hour number two here on your home of the Cowboys and the World Series champion Texas Rangers One hundred and five through The Fan. We are live on Radio Row, and we are joined now by Super Bowl winning head coach Brian Billick. Uh, and uh, he's with you now here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon to you, Thank sir. You. How Thank are you? Thank you for having you? me. Oh, it's so good to have you. Of course, um, such a storied career in coaching and listening to him and Broadus talk about the things <laughs> they have in common here off, awesome. off the air, building up to this interview is quite interesting. I cannot wait for this conversation. Obviously, through college and BYU, OC with the Vikings, 94 to 98, team broke the NFL scoring record in the 98 season. Then on to Baltimore from 99 to 2007 where the Super Bowl championship happened. So congratulations Thank on you. a great career, man. It's so cool to, uh, to get a chance to chat with you. Now, a lot of Cowboys fans out there want to know from coaches, why can't the Cowboys get here? Do you, do you have a take for us on what we need to do?
2: Well, you've got to begin with an understanding. It's hard to get here. Yes, sir. It's hard to get to and win a Super Bowl. There's a lot of things that have to stack up for you. Not the least of which, obviously, you have to have a good enough team. But things have to, well, their schedule. And I'm not saying it's happenstance where you just go, well, hey, you know, it's just uh, uh, draw the, the luck if, if you can get here. You've you got to make your own luck, so to speak. But, but it is hard to get here. And, and obviously, the Cowboys are a good team. They're, they're close. Uh, They just need to find that right combination uh, of players that work with that unified vision and that, you know, running the ball, throwing the ball, uh, offense, defense, special teams. Um, And you certainly have got, you know, ownership that that is is committed to getting it done. And that's really the key, uh, an ownership that whether it's ownership, the GM, the coach that have that unified vision for what it is you need to do. And then you go get the players to do it and, and do it. And, and that's not easy. Coach, the, uh, you know,
1: Gavin was asking about the Cowboys and stuff like that. And Mike McCarthy took over the play calling, you know, and, and he let a coordinator go. What time does a coach as a head coach, and, and you were a great play caller yourself. What, when does a coach say, okay, I've got to do this myself. I mean, was, was that, is that always the, as a head coach, do you want to be the play
2: caller? You know, it's, and it's an interesting dilemma, uh, interesting question because you look at it and you typically you get this job as being through the coordinator job offense or defense and offensive guys we're all smarter than everybody else you know we're all right. geniuses and and you think about it it's kind of silly when you're an offensive coordinator it is a 365 24/7 job you are totally immersed in it I call it the 3 a.m. rule. You know, yeah. you wake up at 3 a.m., what are you thinking about? Well, you're, when you're a coordinator, you're waking up thinking about, well, do I run this at this depth, and how do we run that play? So you do that. You get a head job and go, oh, well, I can do that too. The con- you know, and, and really it's kind of silly because it's disrespectful of all the things you have to address as a head coach. Now, you can do it, and there's a lot of – I've done it. I've done sure. it both as a play caller, and I've done it where I've, you know, uh, had other guys go ahead and call the offense and the defense. The key is you better have somebody who's waking up. If you're waking up at 3M and wondering what the depth of the route is on 22ZN, well, who's waking up at 3 AM thinking about the personnel yeah. and practice structure and dealing with all the other things that you got to deal with as a head coach? And you can do that. Um, quite frankly, I think, and we see it all the time, there's any number of teams now where, where they want to take the play calling duties away. They want you to defer. to. And to me, that's that's silly all of a sudden you're not a good play caller now all of a sudden you don't know how to call plays and the fact of the matter is if you're well structured and you're an integrated offense and you involve everybody you set up the game plan anybody can call the game you really can now quite frankly it's fun and guys do it mike's a great co- play call right. he, he really is is he going to call a better game than giving it to a coordinator maybe maybe not not if you've orchestrated it properly because, you know, you know, my son-in-law played in the NBA for nine years and being, getting to be around basketball, and, and, and I've heard some great coaches talk about as an NBA basketball coach, there's really only about four or five calls I'm going to make during the course of the game. Otherwise, the players, it's the flow of the game, they're going to do, it's the same in the NFL. There's really only about four or five times where you might make that intuitive decision to do this but the game plan if you're worth your salt and you've done a good job the game plan is laid out out to where just about anybody on that offense staff ought to be able to make the call so I think sometimes too much is made of the play caller the fact that the head coach is doing both whether he's doing it or not doing it it's just a matter of preference And, and if he is doing it then the real question would be okay who's doing the other things that's a more legitimate question the the you, you were on the cutting edge of
1: offenses at BYU, uh, at Stanford with Bill Walsh. When you see the young play callers today, are you thinking like these guys could have worked with us? They had the right ideas because you guys were way ahead
2: of the games throwing yeah. the football, especially BYU. Well, they're, they're, there's a lot of very competent young players or young coaches that and that's what the league's looking for right, right now. Right? yeah if particularly if you're on the offensive side of the ball if you've had lunch with john mcveigh or <laughs> kyle shanahan <laughs> you're a head coaching candidate yep. you're good i'm ready to hire you because it's a gm's league now right they're 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 basically hiring coordinators making them the head coach wrapping the other things which is fine there's nothing wrong with that that uh that, that structure um but What I see in the young coaches today, yes, is smart play callers, and they understand it, and they get it, and how that's set up. More so, it's how they relate to the players and the way they work with the players. That's really where the young new coaches, I think, are. the the new wave of coaches have that edge, is they understand it It really is about that. It's not, you know, I'm not... The fact of the matter is, everybody's running the same thing. Mm. They really are. I mean... And it's just a matter of how you – it's about how you devise it, practice it, structure it for the game plan, and get it called, and how that's integrated. That was when I go back to my time with Bill Walsh. Um, That's where Bill was the genius ahead of his time, orchestrating the game plan and integrating it with the players to where they really understood – what, how you practiced it, the ratios. These guys that I see, well, I got 300 play calls in there. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> you can't practice 300 plays. Who are you kidding? Yeah. Um, and, and not effectively. Uh, so the, the, the brilliance of a Kyle Shanahan, he's very designed structure. He knows exactly what he wants. The players know how it's going to be installed, how it's going to be called. And and one so there's a great deal of confidence because they practiced it. They know what it is, and it gets called. So you know the genius play call. I, Bill and Bill always pushed back against. I've been in this game, man and boy, for over fifty years. Even including a Bill Walsh, I don't know that I've ever met any geniuses. I don't, because that diminishes the. And Bill used to hate that title. Mm. He used to hate the idea because it intimates we just naturally know this. It defies. And, and, and devalues the idea of the countless hours you spend developing the system, teaching it. Um, I remember Bill Walsh, the early, early advice he gave me as a coach, he said for every hour you spend on design, spend three hours on how you're going to teach it, how you're going to integrate it into the players, because that's really where the genius comes from. So you put together, obviously, a Super Bowl-winning staff in Baltimore. You mentioned Mike
3: McCarthy. Dan Quinn's gone now to yep. Washington. they got to hire a new defensive coordinator. What do you look for when you're trying to put together your staff, specifically the defensive coordinator? Position? Well, and
2: he's, and he's done a great job. And you have guys in the pipeline. Uh, one of my four, John Fossil, to yeah. me, the best special. John Fossil needs to be a head coach in this league. Hmm. John Fossil is good, and he's got that. I think special teams coaches right. are an untapped resource. Because one, they got to work with the entire team. Okay, they got to work with guys that really don't want to be doing it. Because no one really wants to do what you do, especially unless you're the returner. Uh, And and you got to be able to communicate it. And John, I think, is one of the next great. Someone's going to tap into that at some point. But I'm sure Mike's got someone in the pipeline. Uh, He's got he's and he's going to bring him into a group that's been pretty good. Uh, So it's probably going to have to be a veteran guy. It's my guess. I don't know. That has the credentials to come in and and provide that new energy that says okay because they're obviously looking to make that next step, this is an opportunity because Dan Quinn's a great coach. You hate to lose him, but now it's an opportunity to bring in someone new that might prove that spark to now be that difference to, for us to make the next step. It's Brian Billick here with you on the fan. Coach, did you at BYU? Did you cross paths with Andy Reid as a player? <laughs> Andy he's a little younger than I am. I actually coached the JV one year. Right. And Andy was on that team. He right. had just come in. I don't, you know, I don't. Remember, Andy and I didn't know each other real well. I was ahead of him in that regard. But, uh, um, uh, yeah, coming out of that BYU system and, and being an offensive lineman. And we always used to kid, Andy, he's the world's largest quarterback coach. You know, when he was in Green Because I was in Minnesota when sure. he was in Green Bay. Oh, yeah. So he and Gruden. Yes. Were in And, and I, John and I go way back, and we know each other. And J- John was in San Francisco, and I was in Stanford. And, we were both at that time at the, in the pecking order where we were first dabbling with computer game you know game planning and sure. the one thing so we'd compare notes and so they and they obviously we were rivals when we were in Minnesota sure. and he was in Green Bay so yeah Annie and I go way back and it was always and then became head coaches I Went to Baltimore. He went to Philadelphia at the same time.
1: They were always stealing plays and stuff from you and Bob. Damn Sno- right they were. Bob Snoker. They <laughs> that's were still, right. The, those, those screen packages you guys had in, in San the, Francisco. Yeah, that's they right. were stealing those. Andy and John Gruden were still. we were walking by their office in Green Bay, and there I'm like, "What are you looking at? Oh, oh we're looking absolutely. at this. We're <laughs> hey, coaches, plays. Hey, coaches, we're the biggest thieves in the world. We'll take it."
2: Practice it, implement it, and then pretend it's ours. Genius, you're a genius, right? Yeah, that's right. I always said I'll, I'll give you the credit the first time I do it. After that, it's mine. <laughs> have you uh,
0: have you ever seen Ray Lewis lose an Oklahoma
2: drill? <laughs> yeah, Ray was Ray was special. I mean, know? Jamal
0: Lewis, Ray Lewis, Oklahoma drills. I feel oh, like because someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> oh my! Goodness. I ain't going to do that. Okay, now. so that I'm wasn't something that. that took place. No, no, no okay, no, no, gosh no. dang we, it.
2: We, uh, that was, that was a special group. And in fact, people they, they used to criticize me because they used to coach me, call me Coach Cream Puff because I was in the Bill Walsh camp back then. Yeah. We practiced back then the way they have to practice now. Oh, okay. No back-to-back padded practices, right. limited contact, limited hitting. And they so used to call me Camp Key, Cream Puff. I go, yeah, yeah. And I also happen to have the most ferocious single-season defense <laughs> in the history of the game. Sure do. Yeah. So go ahead and tell me we're not tough enough and we don't practice the right way. Was Tony
1: really. Saragusa the funnest guy you've ever been around? Tony
2: Saragusa was the biggest pain in the ass <laughs> in the world. God rest him. Really, I loved him, and he was he was because of what I loved about Tony, yeah. he was a pain. He was con, but you talk about the con when it came time to work. Sure, we he burned it at both ends, and he had guys, and we were loo. But boy, when it was time to work, he was right there, and he made sure everybody worked. And when it came to game time. Tony was there he was he was you know Ray Lewis obviously was the real emotional leader of that team but Tony in his way was one of the key elements because they they took his lead and when it was time to work Tony made sure you worked. I love that uh, Chief. Just curious how, how often you bust out
0: the Super Bowl ring. Because we're always on broad just, is here. You never yeah, really bust it out. No, oh, okay. just
2: just on occasion, you know, just Thank when you, you're coach. doing special. Appreciate and it's you amazing. Being here. It's amazing to watch people react to the ring. Yeah. It's and beautiful. it's great. When I when we won the first Super Bowl, Steve was Shot he said, you know, if we win another Super Bowl, we're gonna go the other way. We're gonna be we're gonna make it smaller. We're gonna be very classy. Mm. And I said, okay, that's great. So, you know, I leave, he they they win Super Bowl in 2012. I'll come back and see their Super Bowl ring son of a gun's three times the size i go what happened he goes i I couldn't control myself i just lost you had to you know you have to be bigger and gaudier and the whole nine yards
0: hey you got you got to run uh you did mention it's a gm's league are we okay with uh, the current structure of our front office with the cowboys what would you make of working with
2: that you know that's that's always a tough one yeah uh uh, uh, you gotta love the passion of jerry jones yes sir and he's going to try to provide you everything you can um and And that does sit the total of the idea that you 've got to be unified so there 's if nothing else right or wrong you 're unified in the in the perspective of what this team needs so you know, they got to, to keep having at it. We need, uh, we need some wisdom about signal yeah. relief here, sir. Real deal. This thing, they came to me about six months ago. This is the real deal. You know, you spend hundreds of millions of dollars in the training room getting the players back on the field, dealing with prohibitive pain. Signal relief, it's a military-grade. It deals with the electrical signal in your body. You put it where the – we say put it between the brain and the pain. If I'm on the golf course, get off – it goes in my lower back. If I'm on the pool three days a week, comes in my shoulder in here. If I play racquetball, pickleball – goes up here to block to the elbow. It blocks the pain signal to your brain. That allows you to do that's where the rehab comes from, right? Motion is medicine. That that's stiffness. You can't you can't give into it. You gotta work the muscles, you gotta work the joints. Reusable up to a year. You put it where you need it, 100% money back guarantee. Go to SignalRelief.com. Look at how this thing was developed. It's amazing. Put in uh, promo code COACH, you get 20% back, and this is the real deal. Dude, yeah, I Sam bet Ball. you are an
0: ass kicker on that pickleball. <laughs> oh, I yeah. bet you're an ass Long kicker arms. on the pickleball. Yes. Long, Long arms, man. Got the wingspan. Promo yeah. code COACH, we got gotcha. <laughs> right, you. Alright, guys, thank you. It's it great you. to see you. There he goes. The champion, Brian Billick, here with you on your Home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan, on that A number one air hot seat. And that was so cool to, to get to Listen to his stories about what it was like coaching those Ravens teams, that Vikings team that was so amazing, and and had their hearts broken by the Dirty Birds.
1: That was an offense that was hard to deal with. Right, it was. He made my life hell a lot of
0: days. That's right. Best but he never won. He said it's a GM's league, and that yeah. made me go,
1: Ooh.
0: It made me pucker quite a bit. Okay, we got to run because uh, a little NFL news of the day sampling in next, and then we're going to get one of these power slappers to do a bet payoff with Wolchuk oh. on the webcam. He might get the lights turned out next in the nation.
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
0: All right, welcome back, G-Bag Nation. We're going to talk with uh, the Power Slap League's Sheena Bathory, a premier striker here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Get her story, how she got into it, and what it takes to be an amazing uh, slap athlete. Segment's brought to you by Soda, that's state-of-the-art, and it is brought to you by the Frankels. Uh, Life's unpredictable, accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If your loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel, 214 or 817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. Well, Chuck, we are live on Radio Row, and it is brought to you by our friends at the low T center,
3: the and low T center, yes. low T, low T.
0: There's <laughs> the never low much center. love when you got I low T. You know, I, I love the low T center and Best Buy windows inside.
3: Best Buy windows inside. That's right. And uh, here's Wulchuk with a little NFL news today. Thank you. Uh, I so I was perusing. Did you get slapped already? No, not yet. I'm, I was just <laughs> nervous. J- I was just reading about this, dude. The, she has Don't rendered somebody motionless before. So oh, I yeah, was I a just little watched bit, that video. Holy moly! Like no. forever motionless. Um, like there was a lot of criticism uh, over should this be done. Anymore. Motionless in perpetuity for that person. I, or for I just don't know, a know if this person's recovered. This person might have this. This might have been a DQ and like a fatal injury. But yeah,
0: this lady was stumbling around like she got hit by Mike Tyson. It was not Ugh. good.
3: Um, so yeah, I'm not in my right mind right now. But Marcus Spears was on NFL Live, and Brian mentioned at the top of the show Cowboys doing a Zoom interview with Mike Zimmer today for their vacant defensive coordinator position. Ron Rivera did his interview yesterday. In person, according to Calvin Watkins, but Swagoo, former Dallas Cowboy defensive end Marcus Spears, talked about Mike Zimmer and his potential fit with the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Mike Zimmer is meeting the Cowboys about their defensive coordinator position. Zimmer's defenses were really good when he was the head coach in Minnesota. The Vikings ranked in the top ten in sack percentages, points allowed, yards per play, and total QBR. The Cowboys ranked in the top ten in all four categories last season. Marcus, Zimmer was the defensive coordinator in your first two seasons in Dallas, Is he's the right guy to lead this defense now.
0: He's one of them and a, a really good possibility. Obviously, his familiarity with Dallas, but also what he had, the success he had in Minnesota. Now, the concern is he's been away from football for a long time, but it's not crazy how parallel it is with him and Mike McCarthy being out and being able to come and maybe learn some new things and look over the new ways of the NFL. He has had a tremendous amount of success against Kyle Shanahan-type offenses. That's one of his calling cards and M.O., which may be very enticing to the Dallas Cowboys, so we'll see where it goes.
3: I like uh, when it comes to him versus some of these motion offenses. You know, Zimmer's got a good history there as opposed to what Dan Quinn does. Yeah, Mike Zimmer's defenses have definitely fared a little bit better against some of these modern motion, the McVeighs, the LaFleurs, the Shanahans we talked about. That was kind of the Achilles heel. Like, Dan Quinn did a lot of right here, but the one thing he seemed to struggle against at times defensively was that. And I think that's an area where Zim can come in and definitely help improve based on his scheme. Some of his We talked about, you know, Steve Spagnola. And you had that article. I think it was from uh, was it Nate Tice or Omar Oh Ben Ruiz? Solak? Ben Solak, yes, he was also fantastic but kind of dictating more defensively to what the offense is doing. Zimmer does that. Zimmer's very, very aggressive as a defensive mind and a defensive coordinator. So I think that's an area, when you listen to Marcus Spears talk about it, could be exciting, and we'll see which way the Cowboys decide to go. The Giants have officially announced their replacement for defensive coordinator Wink Martindale. They're going with Tennessee Titans defensive coordinator Shane Bowen. Hmm. He was uh, with them under Mike Vrabel. That's according to The Athletic. So now that's a new face that's inside the division in the NFC. You also have Ben McAdoo, former Giants head coach, is joining the Patriots staff now as an offensive assistant coach. And the only reason I'm really excited for the Ben McAdoo hire is just so we can get the Halloween costumes back. That was one of the best ones. The little kid that dressed up like Ben McAdoo. Oh, yeah, that Now was we can get that in New England. Oh, the, the
0: slick back hair. It was such an
3: outstanding look. Best I absolutely only, loved it. I think it. by by little wash in 2010 or 2011. Oh, the little wash. And the, Andy little, really Andy really good. Reed's good the little Andy Reid's oh, good, yeah, yeah, Andy The little Andy Reid's really really good. The little Andy Reid's really good. I, I just
0: wonder, guys, like, why Carol, Belichick, Vrabel aren't more in demand, you know? And I, I think the NFL is getting hip to we don't need old school at all. Even the most accomplished old school guys, it's... You know, it's, it's really quiet. Now, maybe they want to take years off, um, but I don't know. That's not how coaches roll typically. So I just want to know, and it'd be great to be inside those meetings, are, are, is the hiring process screening for those traits that we need? you know or are, are we stuck in the past because Mike Zimmer has been great you know uh, d- defensively he had a lot of great linemen and linebackers yeah. with Minnesota i, I think maybe the, the thing i'd be excited about mike zimmer is i know he'd have
3: influence with the front office yes and i know he would insist on better linebackers well and when you listen to Brian Billick just talk yeah. right what what, what did brian billick say the spark like how can you take this to the next level somebody maybe a little bit different if you keep with a guy like a ron rivera I don't know. Is his coaching style very similar to a Dan Quinn? That's something that the Commanders fan base is certainly concerned about.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I just well, their temperament—you know, a little yeah. bit more, a little bit more players coaching, not That's... in your face, not yeah. super, super tough guy um, like Mike Zimmer is, and like what it feels like this defense for the Cowboys really needs. You know, like it kind of goes in waves. What have you had for a while? And then you kind of go the other way with it. Your head coach was Mr. In Your Face guy. The next coach is probably a little bit more, you know, ha- not necessarily hands off, but like less in your face coach. And I think the Cowboys defensively have had a coach that's a little bit more player's coach, you know, put your – you know, pat you on the back as opposed to get in your face. And I think they need that in-your-face guy. And and defense is so – there's so much uh, in, the, in the X's and O's and knowing what to do and all that competence that has to be there. But the toughness factor, yeah. just the inner will to want to dominate the guy in front of you, and you see the defenses have that. And I don't know if the Cowboys actually have that. Select few players, but not collectively we are a bunch that doesn't want to give up a single freaking inch here, and our corners like feel that way. No, it doesn't. Not seem just like they do. not just our our linebacker. Yeah. It's not just it's every all eleven guys on the football are ready to take your freaking face off.
1: This is where this is where I like where you're going right now. All you have to do. There's a clip out there on the internet of Mike Zimmer and Cincinnati, and they're making sideline adjustments. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about playing a specific scheme. And when he says, "When I call this, you don't be." you know effing around and you know he is i mean he is literally like in this guy's face he goes i'm calling this for a reason i told you this was a runaround guy and you guys we got to keep him in the pocket you know see that's to me that's where i need because i see problems with the cowboys is that good players but have boneheaded mistakes
0: they're out doing their own thing yeah
1: like you know we talked about jumping in a gaps and you're supposed to be in the b gap or you know uh, running yourself out of a play or chasing the guy you're not supposed to chase in the secondary see that's where i i need a change i'm okay hey just whoever whoever this coach is just give me the opportunity where the players aren't busting where they're not busting assignments that are causing huge plays that's where I think, you know, and sometimes getting in players' faces, it, it, you know, that makes a difference. You start to like, okay, I can't. I've got I've to do my assignment instead of, oh, it's okay. Hey, we'll get in the next series on this. We'll do this. We'll just, you know, fine. But, no, I, it's, it, it's not fine. I shouldn't well, say that. It's that, not fine.
0: That's great insight from all of you. You know, I feel like we were about to talk with Sheena Bathory, the premier striker, and we want to talk with her. Wolchuk maybe getting a stay of execution on this bet payoff. Thank God. As we're going to ask her to slap the living hell out of the woolly bully, okay, as soon as she gets here. Now, she probably got busy, you know, and she's 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 somewhere else in Radio Row. We're going to continue to pursue her. I I know Tim Collins, the office ace, is on it, and uh, he will not be denied. This could be historical. The first Radio Row KO of all time. Yeah. I feel like that's in store. I mean, that's at least on the table. It you is. You know what I mean? Yes. And, <laughs> and, and watching her videos, easy. man. What about, a, what, okay, what if we settle, if she's, if she's fighting back, you know, a little bit about, like, hey, I don't want to kill this guy. You sure. Know? I agree. I sh- think, what if, what if we go opposite hand? Hey, okay. are you a righty? Let's go lefty. You yeah. know, we'll ease it up a little bit here. I mean, there's a way she can dial it back a little bit if she doesn't want to hurt you like so many people on YouTube have been hurt by her but there's that nature yeah. versus nurture situation you get her in the, one of those moments all of a sudden she she raises her this is game yeah. mode well, I know, wouldn't mind her. her on the
3: Cowboys defense because she seems like she does want to rip someone's damn face off and I think it might be mine
0: Wolchuk just do me a favor if if the lights do get turned out don't stay down try to get up that will be a really good video it will you know if you're trying to get up just and stumble like See, some of these gals this is why we really needed those
3: damn smelling salts to bring Wolchuk back to that. life I I was, I was really hoping for this moment to get the smelling salt. <laughs> That's a good point. Guys, I, I mean, geez, this is this is nerve-wracking. We had right a bottle of water. We could just throw the water on him, right? There is a bottle of water yeah, uh, we just, that we have. You know, whenever I just go. Just to wake me up.
0: At some point when we go wireless around here, I'll just, I'll ask folks if they got any smelling salts on them. You know, maybe somebody, maybe somebody can, came for Can prepared. we have,
1: can we have a towel? Do we have a towel that we could throw? What do we need I, the towel I, for? I want to be yeah. the manager here. Throw the towel. I want to throw the yeah. towel because if I feel like my man is about to get crushed, I'm throwing the towel. I'm stopping this yeah, thing. Yeah, please do. I'm, I just I need to get a towel. Need Some to, of those bounties. I, the, yeah. I throw a whole roll of paper towels in there. <laughs> you know, I'm like, from the corner. You just I'm need to be man. careful
0: because once you get her in her element, dude, all of a sudden she's smacking you now. No, you know, know what I'm mean? saying? She's, she's not friendly fire. You can be a good teammate all you want. Next thing you know, you're,
1: you're, you're needing the smell and smell. We're all hey, getting smacked the around. The minute that you hear that sound of her hand <laughs> hitting Wolchuk's face, oh, we're legendary. all backing up. Let's not talk We're all backing up. I'm just telling you right now, I need to be uh, Mickey, you know, Mickey, the corner man in Rocky. I need to have a towel ready to if she rears back, I got to throw the towel.
0: I know what I'm
3: doing. I know what I'm doing.
0: Okay, we have more football coming up at four o'clock with you. We'll do some C note as well. Um, And then at five o'clock, Carrot Top's going to join us. Uh, speaking of a hulking figure, this guy is, is yoked. We've been seeing him on Radio Rose over the years. Well, now we're in a place where he has residence. top has a show here. He's going to join us at 5 o'clock, tell us all about what to do in Vegas and some of his, uh, his new material. He's going to try it out on us, see if he can get us to laugh. Eric, what would you like to do next? Uh, coming up next, we are going to uh, dive straight into some football's finest. How about that? The best football content of the day outside of what Walchuk just gave us next year. In the Thank nation. you.
3: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Thank you, Lucius. We're rocking here on Radio Row in Las Vegas. We were expecting Sheena Bathory, one of the stars of Power Slap, which is a, a regulated a slap-fighting knockout league here uh, in Nevada and California. She could not join us now on the A number one air hot seat, but we're still efforting her, and Wolchuk has a bet payoff on the line here, so it's making him nervous. I I think he's kind of relieved right now that she has not arrived yet, but if she had arrived, you'd have been on
3: the other side of it already, buddy. That's true. I I feel your pain. It might just be one of these, like, I need to rip the Band-Aid off. And maybe she just says I'm not even doing this because it, she's not allowed or she might kill me. But I am getting a little bit nervous just the thought of this happening and the more videos that I've witnessed. Tip of the cap to our presenting
0: sponsors out here, of course. Low T Center. And Best Buy, Windows, and Siding. It's time now for an addition to Football's Finest. Here's Eric. Okay, so I'm thinking maybe a little Omaha, Omaha, Red 7, Audible at the line of scrimmage, okay? A little around the Vegas because, because what Red Seven means. We, we, we we just line up over there, Wolchuck. <laughs> Uh we are we're <laughs> cover that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 here obviously in Vegas. This is my first time. Last night was I would say last night was an experience, man. It really was. You you arrive at the hotel. Well, first you get off the plane and you're just you're taking in all <laughs> the different colors and even a 7-Eleven looks cooler than what you're used to because <laughs> the signage, like everything just looks cool. The in-and-out burger signage, you're like, my gosh, everything just seems so inviting. Just popping right And then with me and Walchuk take a late-night stroll uh and we're just kind of just perusing. And seeing what's going on, and uh, you know everybody's inviting you into their little places. Everybody's offering you insane things that, of course, you know, Walt, and I couldn't afford, uh, nor would we participate in those things. Uh, but it, it was, it was. You could, you can feel. To an extent, you can feel the lawlessness um, just mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Everyone's got a beer in hand. The, the smell of, uh, of heaters is all around you. Mm-hmm. I was blown away in the hotel, but yeah. it's a casino. So it's like, hey, man, it's hey, just like it's smoke them if you got them. Sm- smoke them if you got them. So uh, it, it's, it's been fun. Last night, we, uh, we we obviously got a little bit hungry there in the hotel lobby at like one or two in the morning. And so I broke my first Vegas rule, which is the the, the videoing. That you're not allowed to do. Uh, oh, yes. yes in the and, I, and I knew, like, in the casino or like whatever, you're not allowed to do some of that stuff. Um, but I, we're in, like, sort of the lobby, and down the hall is the casino. You can see it, but we run into the pizza vending machine. And of course, that catches our attention. And so we're like, we got we got to do the pizza vending machine, and this is where uh, this is where I got in trouble because we're obviously we're videoing this. We're like, okay, we got to watch Wolchuk, give us a little taste test of the worst pizza of all time, and so we, we had our moment doing that. Next thing I know the 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 security guard the hotel security is walking up to me like no 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 you can't do that you can't do that party foul and i'm like oh my gosh i'm i'm so sorry i didn't realize in the hotel lobby we couldn't do this thing he was super super nice though he was nice he looked like george kittle and so we actually, we, we, we decided because he was so nice, we wanted to ask him a couple of questions. So we have some sound. This is an exclusive one-on-one with the anonymous security uh, at the hotel last night as he was reprimanding us for videotaping while Walchuk was doing his vending machine pizza. And so here is, uh, here's the sound. Hey, what's funny is they stock it every morning. Okay. And it's... So it's every refrigerated. month. No, no, no. <laughs> it's every morning. Oh, every morning. I thought it said every month. I thought that's day. a month old. No. Day. So, the cake boss has pizza cake over at Harris, and they make all the dough, they make all the toppings and everything, and they bring them all over each morning and restock the shelves. Okay. Okay. So, so this is works. this is as fresh as it gets. Yeah. It yeah. Not, this is not false won't check uh, When they say fresh, fresh hot top. pizza, no, We're good. it's We're good. refrigerator inside. Also, the oven is inside. It's. All set up. Okay. Okay. So we're here with the anonymous security guard at the Link Hotel. Just he's a fantastic. Sweet, sweet man. He he's saved a, us yeah from a felony his, situation. His beard is so much better than Walchucks, it It's him. insane. And his hair. It's a bit Viking like. His hair is better than mine. So this guy's a he's an all world human. Now, how 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 many pizzas have you personally consumed? As a man who roams this hallway, plenty. We're not allowed.
3: Oh, you can't have it. We're
0: not allowed to. Okay, so we're in this lawless land of Sin City and you're club and me over the head for the uh, for the videos <laughs> you and you're not allowed to eat the best pizza on the market. I, I mean so much I, for for our company. Do what policy, you want. We have to have receipts What happens in Vegas and everything
3: else showing that we purchased it from a store okay. because they won't give receipts from this. We can't do it. Do you have a personal favorite place in Vegas that you like to go for pizza or just food in general? Oh, for pizza? Uh, Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's that's what I always they say make it they make
0: it in the store you take it home you cook it okay and anything in the store it's just like in and out anything in the store you want it on there they'll put it on okay okay final question for you what do you feel like is more shameful uh, being caught soliciting the prostitute in the in the hotel lobby or standing in front of the pizza vending machine and waiting for your drunken 2 am Vegas pizza I was feeling the shame I it, if it was pre covid i would say standing in front of the pizza machine. okay uh, post covid because of all the restaurants being closed after 11 o'clock now no. the vending machine makes sense you got to do what you got to do it, exactly okay, okay. pizza approved dude best security guard ever okay, thank cheers we appreciate you cheers. thank you okay we were blown away that he went papa murphy's Yes. As the pizza place in Vegas. That means that Vegas must not have a good pizza place. Somebody texted in a secret pizza place here on the, uh, okay. on, the on the text that I'm, we're going to have to
3: potentially try. And there's um, a Giordano's right next to us at the link, which is the old school Chicago deep dish style. That the we've deep seen. dish, yeah, the deep dish. Uh, so may- maybe we'll give that a run. Uh,
0: but yeah, so we we, we broke our first laws. Blown away. I'm like, man, you're supposed to be able to do whatever you want out here, and all yeah. of a sudden we can't video record, and you. Aren't even allowed to eat the pizza out of the vending machine because you work here. What what, what are we doing? I I was just shocked that the pizza that you guys reviewed is so bad considering it's fresh every morning. I know. know. How is it not better? Because, like, there's so many good frozen pizzas at the store. Just do that. Just load that bad boy up with DiGiorno's and charge me thirty bucks at two a.m. We're good. I know, I dude. Think it was the
3: sauce. The sauce was terrible. I think the sauce just kind of off put everything else. It was just a terrible
0: flavor. Yes, it was. Uh, so it was. Uh, it was not good. Not good at all. Uh, and w- speaking of not good at all, if you guys saw this story, apparently we're all trying to figure out here in Vegas which NFL player we're assuming either plays for the Niners or plays for the Chiefs um, was attacked by a coyote last night. Um, or actually two nights ago uh, at Lake Las Vegas. So I don't understand. I mean, I've heard about them attacked by cougars, but never a coyote. A lot of cougars around here, man.
1: Oh, my gosh. Everywhere you turn. You're thinking that might be a situation where he was using the men's room outside and the coyote came up on it. That's a good theory. I would posit, though,
0: more likely horseplay because I don't think coyotes are are going to be like, hey, I'm going to attack that full-grown human over there. Hmm. You know, Maybe if they're a pack and you are by yourself, they would try to gang up on you. But I think it's horseplay. Maybe the coyote was trapped, or maybe they were trying to get the coyote to come over with food oh. and had a little interaction, and then the coyote was a wild animal. That would be my guess. I feel like this is a Kadarius Tony situation. Oh, guessing the player? <laughs> that sounds like up his alley. It, it could be it's Kadarius. low-hanging fruit, but <laughs> no, I feel like that's a fair guess. I'm going to go with George Kittle because he puts off rural vibes. And he feels like, like he's one of them. Yeah, you know, you know, you just grab this coyote here, and you know, you do this thing, and I'll now, kick his
3: ass. Is it specifically a player that's involved with the Super Bowl, or is it just an NFL player? Because we did have a Raider that was arrested for a DUI on the Strip last night. Yes. Okay, so
0: it could be it, it could, could be, be the
3: same individual.
0: I, I think there's, there's a chance of that. So they don't got specify. The DUI
3: and got attacked at the same time. You know, I mean, that's a hell of a night.
0: That's a bad weekend in Vegas. That's right. there. That's not a good time. I, but 35 to 43 miles per hour is how fast they go on average, these coyotes. Oh, yeah, so if you, get, if you get out there and they feel like they're, you know, you're encroaching on their territory, even if you're George Kittle, yeah. you're not getting away from this thing. Hell, even yeah. if you're Tyreek Hill, you're not getting away from this thing. They're very powerful. You know, their back legs and the, compared to their body weight, they can jump like eight-foot fences, you know. Dear God. Like the coyote rollers that sit on top of fences are for them to get up there and then they put their paws on it and just fall back down. If you don't want coyotes on your property, you got to put rollers up there or extremely high fences because they'll get in there and get after your, your livestock or whatever. See, I think we got to wait out for the, for the injury report. See who's questionable with a, yes. like a coyote bite, oh, you know? A because you have injury. Get, yeah, you gotta get, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Whoever's wearing <laughs> some, some like cast. rabies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> potentially <laughs> contagious, <laughs> he won't be allowed to suit up for Super Bowl Sunday. But there's like a Lake Vegas around. Apparently, it's quite yeah. a, a, an yeah. outdoor hangout, and
1: that's where it was. That's okay. where it happened.
3: You um, know, maybe you're just taking a leak, and all of a sudden, rah!
1: I think that's what happened. Ooh. I think we wandered outside of a club, and we kind of got in an area that we weren't supposed to be. in. the coyote, probably hungry. A lot of rain in the area, getting a little chilly. Yeah, not finding food.
0: Yeah, mm. is this close to the strip?
1: Did this happen? Uh, I don't know how
0: far away the lake is <laughs> uh, from where I'd like to check it out. Let's take a little ski. Sounds like a bustling area. We'll get Dawson up uh, doing the show with a bit of a cast Shoot. on his arm. No, uh, coming no coyotes getting the best of me one on one. He's going to go wrestle <laughs> That's that. That's what coyote. George killed. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll dog whisper that thing. Okay, <laughs> we are live here on Radio Row. Looking uh, uh, for our next guest to join us coming up at 5 o'clock. It'll be Carrot Top. Coming up next, we got a little bit of a C-note. We'll recap you on everything that's going on with the Cowboys, their defensive coordinator search, and some of the headlines coming out. And then uh, then we'll get you some uh, headlines from around the league as well. That's coming up next. The G-Bag Nation, live in Las Vegas, Radio Row and the Fan.